Welcome back to episode number 11 of Metro Talks. I'm sure a lot of you out there are missing your local gym or fitness center by now. We hope with gyms and these places still closed that everyone is still staying active and healthy. For those of you who are looking for some motivation and are excited about getting back to the gym, today's conversation might help you. If you go to a gym that does not look like it'll reopen in the near future and miss exercising, check out our Pilates program at Metro. Our certified Pilates therapist can take you through a one-on-one Pilates session to help you get moving again and regain some strength that you may have lost while quarantined. The best news is that these sessions go through insurance. So depending on your plan, there may be no out-of-pocket cost. Check us out at metropt.com to schedule your Pilates sessions today. That link will be available in the description. All right. On today's show, we are joined by a very special guest, Itamar Cohen, who is a good friend of ours at Metro, a CrossFit Level 3 certified coach, and the owner of Massa CrossFit in Centerreach. Over the last few months, Massa and Metro have developed a great relationship. We've had the privilege of working with Itamar's athletes inside of his facility, as well as having them come for treatments in our facilities. Itamar's principles for taking care of his members are strongly in line with the principles we have at Metro. And a lot of today's show will be spent talking about the foundations and guiding lights of these principles. We'll be speaking about what goes into being a great coach and why having someone who understands proper movement and technique is crucial to prepare for and excel in sports, competitions, and life. We are also going to take a look at what goes into owning and operating a successful gym and some of the ways that Itamar has been able to adapt to our current circumstances through COVID-19 to continue to provide safe and effective workouts for his community. Itamar, thanks so much for taking the time to join us today. Thank you, guys. It's a real pleasure to be here. So we're just going to get right into it. So we know, obviously, fitness and, and, and now CrossFit's a, a big part of your life. So what were some of the things that initially motivated you to get into the fitness industry as a whole? Uh, we know, like I mentioned, you're big into CrossFit now. Was there anything that kind of led you to that path, maybe bodybuilding, Olympic weightlifting, sports in general? So I actually played soccer growing up um, and a little bit into college, but the big thing uh, was my background in schooling was athletic training. And going through that education and that system, I realized that a lot of these players were getting hurt and these injuries were going to stick with them for the entire the rest of their lives. Um, and I got tired of being on the back end and trying to fix the problem after it happened. So I really got into the training in order to prevent it from occurring in the first place. Okay, great. Yeah, we know, uh, obviously, you know, being a CrossFit gym owner, um, that's really what you've been doing now. So what, what really led you into the CrossFit world? You know, I know there's a lot of positive stigmas with it. You hear about more of it being a family atmosphere. But then on the other side, you have your negative stigmas too, where, you know, you might be high risk of injury if you're not doing it correctly. So what really got you into the CrossFit world? And did you take these into consideration? Uh, well, you know, I was... I was a little bit of a hard-headed college student at the time, so the negative stigmas didn't really affect me going in. Um, I fell in love with the training. I fell in love with the environment. And I was really lucky to have some really awesome coaches in the beginning that set me on the right path. And then when I started coaching, uh, it continued in that format. Yeah, I think, I, and we're going to get into that more here, but I think that's probably the most important thing because, you know, I, I've done a lot of CrossFit myself and you know, some of those negative stigmas, I think they get broken down when you have the right guidance and you have the right uh, coaching. And so uh, I know that's going to be a big part of the show. We'll get to some of that in a little bit. But I think for everybody who is listening, who 
may have been considering it or thinking about doing CrossFit and they hear some of those negative things, I think once you hear kind of the rest of the show and a little bit more about the way Itamar coaches, um, it might change some of those ideas. So uh, obviously CrossFit being a huge part of your life. Um, have you ever competed in any CrossFit style events, um, you know, beyond just the regular gym workouts? And if so, what are some of the takeaways from those experiences of actually competing? Yeah, so we do the what's called the CrossFit Open every year, which is the stepping stone to the CrossFit Games, which is the big spectacle that's been on ESPN and uh, is the professional aspect of the sport. Uh, but in the grassroots level, that Open starts in our affiliates. It's five weeks, and it's really a huge community-building uh, event that ties not just the members within our gym, but to all the CrossFitters around the world that participate. Uh, so we do that every year. I've done a couple of live competitions before uh, because I'm interested in the competitive aspect of the sport. Uh, and it's just a good way to, to test yourself. Mm. You know, it, it gets you out of your comfort zone. It pushes you to do some things you maybe haven't done before. And it highlights some weaknesses that can guide your training for the rest of the year. So speaking about, you know, the competitive edge and competitive side of it, we do have a lot of listeners who might be uh, runners or fitness enthusiasts themselves who uh, really want to challenge themselves and take the next step, maybe sign up for a competition, sign up for a race, um, maybe even join a CrossFit gym. Uh, what advice would you give them to really you know, help encouraging them to do so, to take the next step? I mean, for starters, you got you to gotta love it, right? You gotta, it's got to be fun. If competitions are stressful and they're and they can be nervous leading up to it, but if you hate it the entire time, then there's there's no point. Um, but if that's something that that sets you on fire and you get excited for race day and it gives you something to train for, do it. All right, enjoy it. It's, it's what it's here for. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, part of that too. You, I'm sure you can test that being a coach. You know, really coaching a lot of individuals through something like that too. Um, can you speak a little bit about your coaching principles with how you prepare and motivate your members, like what you do specifically? So motivate's a tricky word um, because motivation is so fleeting, right? We always tell our members to just show up, get into the, the habits, and then we take it from there. So by trying to create an environment that's fun and supportive so that even if you had a crappy day and you just don't feel like doing it, if you come in, you start to move, you smile, people around you are laughing and you're having fun. It just makes it the best hour of your day and you feel better when you head out. Yeah, I could really see that too because some of the hardest times is just getting out of bed and getting yourself there. But once you're there and you know, you're around a good a team around you um, who are really motivated themselves, it's, it's, it's easy to just jump right in there and, and get things going. Absolutely. I think uh, especially with COVID in the last four months, it's really clear that how important the group style fitness is. You know, everyone's had access to online training lately. You know, Peloton's put on st out stuff. There's a ton of things you can find on the internet, but it's really hard to work out at home by yourself, especially when you don't want to. Right, right. I can hear you on that. I mean, just trying to do some stuff on my own in the basement, it's just not the same as being around a group of people and in a good environment working out. So I hear you on that, definitely. Yeah. And, and I think I can definitely chime in there, especially with, you know, the group atmosphere and, and what you do over at your gym. I know John and I have both actually had the being, being coached by you and, and coming to some of your classes. And uh, 
obviously the, the group setting, I know we were just kind of chatting about this before you've got a great group of members over there and everyone's so friendly and inviting and it just makes showing up worth it, you know, and it kind of puts a lot of those bad, oh, I don't want to do this today out of your head. Um, but one thing that really stood out to me personally, um, when we did show up for a few workouts in your gym was, uh, your attention to detail and, and the level of care that you put into each and every person that kind of walks through that door. Um, and, and for me personally, I mean, I know we spoke about it when I was there, I was dealing with some, some hip issues and, uh, some days it's like, ugh, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to move. I don't want to do it cause I'm in pain. And, uh, right away, as soon as I told you that information that I was dealing with some injuries, uh, your first, your first move with me was to show me, uh, uh, some great warmups, some great stretches. You gave me an entire variation of the workout, uh, that was different from maybe what the rest of the class was doing that you felt would have been, uh, safer and more effective. And I left there that day rather than maybe just feeling like I got beat down even further. I left there that day feeling great. And like, I got a good sweat in. And I think that's so important. Um, because obviously, like you kind of said, if, if you feel like you're hating every step of the process, it's going to make going a lot less fun. So can you maybe talk to us a little bit about what drives your attention to details and why you do take so much time teaching your members all these, the proper mechanics and the proper movements and the proper stretching? Because that's so often lost, I think, um, in the fitness world nowadays. Yeah, I, I mean, it all starts just for myself. It's, it's kind of my obsession, right? Mm -hmm. The movement and, and seeing how people move and making that more efficient and better is always something that interests me. Uh, but from the greater sense of things, you know, you're coming into our gym for an hour a day. The average person, that's all it is. They come in for one class. I don't want them to leave feeling worse off than they came. They still have to go out and live life and do what they got to do. Maybe they have a strenuous job. Maybe they got to chase around their kids, right? We should be building them up in the gym and making them feel good and preparing them for everything else. And if, if we're just beating you down and aggravating injuries and you get hurt and sidelined, it defeats the purpose. Mm. So I think, and that's, that's great to hear. Cause I think that kind of goes back to that negative stigma that we heard, uh, or that John asked you about in the very beginning, right? So often we hear that CrossFit, it's just like a, a you, someone writes a, a workout on the whiteboard and everyone in the class has to come in and nobody's concerned about form and nobody's concerned about anything other than getting the best score. And people are pushing themselves past their capabilities. But it sounds like if you have a responsible coach like yourself, that's not the case. Yeah. I mean, the, one of the greatest things that CrossFit did was it got people moving. It got a lot of people out of their routines, off the couch and into the gym. And as great as that is, you know, there's a greater risk of her getting hurt, getting in the gym than there is sitting on your couch. You know, that's just inevitable. Mm -hmm. So part of that is why there is such a high injury rate perceived around CrossFit. Um, if you compare it to even just going out and running, mm. it's actually not that high. So it's unfortunate that that stigma has stuck with CrossFit. And unfortunately, it's not the same everywhere. Not every CrossFit gym is created equal. Not every coach is created equal. And when you first go into CrossFit and it's like the best thing you've ever done, it's hard to, to anticipate that this thing that's now the best thing ever that there can be something better out mm. there. So whenever we talk to people, you know, we tell them to, to do their research, go check out other gyms, go meet the trainers because it's different everywhere. And my brand is the one I believe in. It's the one I put my name on and, and it's the one that I found that worked the best. So that's why we do it.
Very cool. Yeah, and I think a lot of people will, will be, you know, be, be interested to find out that it's not always a cookie cutter. So I think that's a really cool point. Yeah, and like you said with your brand too, I think that's someone, something that us over at Metro has really grown to love too. You know, we've built a pretty good relationship with, with you guys over the past few months. Uh, I know a lot of our therapists have actually came in and screened some of your athletes and evaluated them before and after some of the workouts. Uh, so why do you believe that therapy and just even proper movement patterns like we were talking about before in general are so vital to staying healthy? We're in it for the long game. You know, we, we are on a short tra- or a long trajectory over a distant horizon. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we're not looking to peak you today, tomorrow, next year. We want you to be killing it 15, 20, 30 years from now. Mm-hmm. And so that's why that competition aspect, as fun as it is, Within the gym, it's also a little dangerous, right? Everyone wants it now. They want to be the best right now. And if we take those shortcuts, we're cutting into the longevity of, of our capacity. So fixing movement patterns and making sure that we're taking care of our bodies is key to doing this for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can agree with you there. I think patience and really the behind-the-scenes work of – just ha- being able to ha- have that patience to, you know, work up to that level. Like you said, a urine for the long run, it's a longevity thing. Um, you're not going to hit those numbers the next day. It might take weeks, months, years, who knows, but you know, it's like you said, you want to be able to do in- doing these things and moving the way you're moving at a younger age and still being able to do it at an older age in your fifties, sixties and seventies. I know that's a goal of mine is I want to be able to uh, stay active later in life. So that's a good way to put it. Yeah, man. There's no reason we shouldn't listen to our nineties. Right. <laughs> And I think that's too a lot we see at the clinics, you know, we're talking about how we've kind of worked together. And I think a lot of our patients that really buy into, you know, our system, a lot of times people come in and they're injured and they just want to feel better, you know, immediately. And, you know, the therapists that on our team give all the tools, all the resources, you know, the home exercise programs, the equipment, it's all available. It's all there. And it's just really a matter of trusting the process and buying in and realizing that, you know, we're, we're in this for the longevity. It's not, it's not always a quick and easy fix, but if you buy into the system, I think, uh, you know, over the long term, you'll be feeling better for it. So a lot of similarities there, I think. Um, so, yeah. So kind of speaking to, um, about maybe that side of things and, and getting people to buy in for the long haul, obviously your goal is to also have members who are in uh, you know, your facility for the long haul, you don't want them coming in and leaving. You obviously want to build a community that's lasting and, and present, uh, you know, uh, for, for many years to come. So we know that owning a gym is not always an easy task. Um, it can take a lot of time and a lot of your resources, a lot of your effort. There's no set nine to five schedule. I'm sure you're probably in there all the time cleaning and always fixing, always looking for new ways. So, uh, yeah. So what have been some of your key takeaways in opening and maintaining such a successful gym like Massa? Um, and what advice maybe would you give to someone looking to do the same? Uh, well, you have to know that it's not easy going in Mm -hmm. and that it's a lot of work, right? And if you love it, then that's fine. It's worth it. Mm -hmm. It's a hundred percent worth all the time and all the effort. Uh, and I'm lucky to have a really great team behind me as well. They work really really hard and they take up they pick up the slack where where i'm not as experienced or i don't do as well Mm. and it's really it's a labor of love but uh it's a team effort as well 
Very cool. And so we've done a lot of talking about you and, and, you know, what a great guy you are and what a tremendous coach you are. So let's give you some time here to gloat a little bit about, about your facility. Uh, what is something that you're the most proud of when it comes to owning Masa? Um, it could be anything, your community, your members, the building itself, just what, 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 what gets you up in the morning? Honestly, it's, it's the community. It's, it's the people. Um, everything we do is, is to make it better for them. And they really are just a tremendous group of people who are so loving and supportive. They're in there, they work and they don't judge each other. They don't care what you look like or where you come from. As long as you come in and you, and you throw down and you work hard and you accept those around you, they're going to accept you as well. And it's really, it's a beautiful thing. And it's, it's not as common as you'd like to think. Mm. Yeah. Like, uh, like what Matt said before, when you welcomed us in and, and took us through a workout too. We really got that, that same vibe as well. And, uh, just having the ability to see the other people work hard around you and have good coaches around you makes you want to work a little bit harder. Um, so, you know, with, with COVID, obviously there was a lot of setbacks for many gym owners, uh, but for anyone who does follow you, you guys on social media, you really never skipped a beat. Um, what were some ways that you guys gave back to the community and kept everyone engaged during the lockdown? And, uh, when do you expect the gym to be back open or, or start, you know, having people come back to you again? So, yeah, I mean, COVID was, it was tough for us. It's been tough for everybody. Uh, we, we view ourselves as a coaching business first right we're not a gym we're just we're coaches that happen to deliver the product in the gym mm. so when the gym was taken away as as much of a shock as that was it didn't change what we do right? we just had to change how we delivered it so we went on to zoom we did the online coaching when we got into the parks we got into the parks now, like i told you guys earlier today we got approval to do outdoor classes at the gym so we've got stations set up that are covid friendly and clean and socially distanced um, but all the while as all those things changed what we do hasn't mm. been delivering the programming we've been delivering the knowledge and continuing to develop the relationships with our members keeping the, the bonds and the community alive mm. that's been our our main focus with everything i think that's pretty powerful i, I love what you said that even though the circumstances changed, you know, what you guys do doesn't. And I think that's something that we went through with Metro as well. Uh, you know, for a lot of our listeners who are patients of ours, you know, they may have been told about the virtual therapy that we're now offering and, you know, in-home as, as an option. And all we really did, I think it just forced us to get creative. We obviously believe in the product that we, we have and the service that we have. And really all that we had to do was just change the way we deliver it. But it didn't change who we were. Um, as a company. So I think that's a very powerful message. And I, I think maybe for people who are in business or who are gym owners, who are struggling, uh, that might be something that's worth hearing, you know, that, that you don't have to change who you are just because your circumstances change. You might just have to change, you know, the platform that you deliver that message on. So I think that's a pretty powerful message. Absolutely. I mean, it just ties into what we always preach to, you know, focus on the things that we can control. Mm -hmm. And there were a lot of things that were out of our control. And trying to fight those was just a waste of our time and energy. Yeah. We had to focus on who we were and what we could do. And then we had to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Can't disagree with you, Eric. Well, uh, I think that's really all for us. Thanks. Thanks for uh, taking some time to uh, be with you, you know, with us today. My uh, pleasure, really guys. Appreciate it. 
Um, so you want to just give a quick shout out to you guys and, you know, let people know where they can reach you. I know you have an Instagram page and a, a Facebook page as well. Maybe how people can sign up to become members too, if they're interested. Yeah. So, uh, to get a glimpse of, of what we do in our world, or the social media is the best way to go. We're uh, Facebook and Instagram at Masa CrossFit. Um, and then MasaCrossFit.com is the website, which will basically run you through anything you need. If you want to sign up, get in touch with us, um, come in for a tour, try a class, it's all there. Very cool. Yeah, well, John and I will definitely have those, um, all of your links and your website included in the show notes. So for anyone who is listening, who is interested in, in going to see what Itamar is all about, uh, definitely check out those links and uh, enough good things can't be said about about Itamar and, and Masa CrossFit. So definitely encourage you guys, if you're in the area, stop in one day and uh, you know give them a chance. So Itamar, thanks again so much for your time. I uh, really appreciate you having you on and uh, hopefully we can maybe do this again sometime down the road. Yeah, with pleasure. Thanks for having me guys. And uh, I can't wait to have you guys back at the gym and have those tables set up again. It- that's it. We're looking forward to that. <laughs> It'll be a good day. <laughs> sure will.